Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fancy tools and analysis on the entire internet, and it's free. HashtagBasketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael. It's a day. I don't know if it's a good one or not, but it is a day. It is, it is technically a day. Uh, it's getting colder, which is always depressing, uh, the, for, especially for us up here in the, in the north where it gets nice and cold and snowy and shitty. And it's just a nice reminder that it will be, it will be winter soon and we'll all be uh, seasonally depressed and actually depressed and it will suck. But the only thing that's going to solve that is the fact that the NBA season is like, I don't know, a, a month away. Media, media day is on Monday, right? Yeah. Preseason is very soon. Yeah, 20. Well, what are we at? Nin- 19th is the first game, I think. October 19th. So, yeah. Uh, we're, we're within a month. We're inside a month. Yeah. And we're going to get our 30 teams in 30 days done before preseason, which is new record. Um, and we're going to knock out the last three teams. We saved these teams for the end because shit, I still don't know what's going on with these three teams. And today we're doing the Oklahoma city thunder, um, traded Derek, uh, for Derek favors, I believe. Then he, uh, yeah, he's on the team, uh, got rid of he is a real Al person Horford. In real life. Yeah, yeah he's so a that. real person. Got rid of Al Horford. Uh, <clears throat> ended up drafting Josh Giddy. Kind of, kind of interesting draft pick there. But as we saw Ooh. last year, do you want to play a fun Oklahoma City Thunder game before you even start this? Oh, all right, let's let's do it. Second highest paid player this season oh. on the Oklahoma City Thunder is pay highest second highest paid player. Yeah, you mentioned the first highest. Uh, I did. Al, Derek Favors. Derek, this is all according to Spot Rack. I'm not making this up. Um, okay, so it has Derek Favors in- makes nine point seven two nine million this season. That's Jeez. the highest paid Thunder. Right, I'm looking at. I'm looking at the roster. What is, what is their name? If you say like, like he's a Maverick, is he still a Thunder or is he a? Yeah, what, what? he's a he's a Thunder. Okay. Yeah, you can say that. Uh, I'm gonna guess it is someone weird like Mike Muscala. Oh, Mike Muscala, three and a half million, the fifth oh. highest paid. Okay, Thunder. Who is it? You mentioned this person already. Come on, you got this. You mentioned the two highest paid players, you just didn't realize it. Josh Giddy, yeah, 5.988. The, the, the rookie, Josh Giddy, is the second highest paid player on the Thunder, according to Spot Rack. You people can look this up for yourself. I'm not making this up. I might be crazy, but that's what it's telling me. Huh. All right. Well, um, there you go. Jay Gill just makes five and a half million and he makes 5.8 million. That's what it says. That is uh, not okay. Uh, I know uh, (laughs) Shea Gildress is going to get that big payday coming up here. And uh, Shea Gildress Alexander is really the only player on this team that I am certain of. Um, but even then, there's a question mark, right? How many games does he play? Tyler, what's your over-under on games played for Shea Gilders? 
Wow. So this injury had to have been real. And the only reason we know that it's real is that he did not play for Canada in that Olympic qualifying tournament and was set to be Canada's star player. I'm pretty sure in that. Um, Man, I don't know. It's been a long time since he's played in a basketball game, relatively speaking, right? True. Um, His last game was uh, March 22nd, 2021. So... He's a player I'm watching closely during the preseason, though. How is this foot? What does it look like? Is the thing healed? Is he good to go? I mean, we've seen it through his first two seasons. Like, he played a lot of games. 80, full 82 as a rookie, 70. They didn't play much more than 70 in 2019-2020, because, you know what I mean? So, um, I should feel all right about his health if this foot thing is in the past. But there's a question if it is, and so – he's someone I'm watching during the preseason because I don't want to take this guy where he's going. If his foot is not all right. Well, yeah, I think there's, there's two factors here. One, we could see another situation where at the end of the season, whether he's injured or not, they're going to shut him down. um, Reducing the amount of games played, potentially reducing around the game, the games he's playing during your playoffs. And it could be a slow start for Shagilis Alexander, um, which is fine in my opinion. I, I, I don't mind that at all because I do, I do think he's incredibly talented. I think you're hitting the nail on the head though, Tyler. He's currently going 32nd overall, unless I haven't refreshed this page in a couple of years. Uh, yeah. 32nd overall on Yahoo's, uh, ADP, which is probably where you're going to need to take him if you want him. Yeah, and if he's looking healthy, he's probably even going to go higher than that, don't you think? Like, if he's playing during the preseason and looking good, aren't people going to be taking him over Chris Paul and DeAndre, maybe even Devin Booker, maybe Fred Van Vliet? People are, people get spicy on Shea Gillis. We've seen this. Um, I'll say this. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned. I don't know that I want him there. Now, he was the 27th best player in per-game value last season. Yeah. And he is phenomenal. There are some slight drawbacks, though. Like, he only averaged 0.8 steals last year, which isn't great for a guard. Um, 5.9 assists, which is fine, but not outstanding. 4.7 rebounds, which isn't great. The thing is, the Thunder are going to need him to do everything when he's on the court if they're going to win a game. I mean, like, Save for Derek Favors, isn't everybody who's going to play rotation minutes for them like a first, second, or third-year player? Yeah, like this team didn't suddenly get so much better that like he's going to have a lot of help. He's going to be doing the same, in my opinion, the same thing he did last year. Very high usage, going to have to carry the team. But last year, he did end up uh, shooting 50%. He ended up getting six assists, five rebounds, two threes, and 24 points a game. It's in well within the realm of possibility as a 23-year-old that he gets a little bit better, that all those numbers go – if he is who he says he is, then he's going to get a little bit better in all those categories. That field goal percentage uh, might drop a little bit, but I, I don't think too awful much. And that right there is a, a, a top 30 player. If he's just a little bit better. Now, if he can take a big leap, which I'm not sure you can take that huge leap carrying the team, being guarded by the best player 
on the court every single night. I'm not sure he's, he can take that leap yet, but it's, I think it's in the cards. Taking him at 32 is probably taking him around where he's going to be ranked. It's where you're going to have to take him if you want him on your team. And you're still going to have to deal with the fact it could be a little bit of a slow start and it could be a really uh, disappointing finish when he doesn't finish out the season. It's a lot, of, a lot of big red flags there. Yeah, and some guys going a little bit below him that I think I'd rather have. Chris Middleton, Jalen Brown. Just feel kind of better about both those two guys. Probably even Drew Holiday. Like, I just feel like there's some safety if I'm drafting right now. Now if we get close to the season and Shea Gilders is looking good, um, maybe I'm back in a little bit more. Well, one thing I did have been noticing in my mock drafts, and if you're not following us on twitch.tv slash watching the boxes, you missed the mock draft that I did with uh, Kyle McCown from Basketball Monster. It is That video is still there. You can go watch that at twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. Uh, go check it out. What me and him kind of noticed as we were analyzing uh, the, the mock draft that it, we did with uh, a bunch of really good uh we it was one of the hardest mock drafts i've been in I, I definitely didn't get anyone really good slipping down to me at all is that there's kind of a run um on on guards in this kind of like second third round and then there's a run on centers there in like the fourth round and that run on centers often results in uh, guys like Drew Holiday, sometimes Chris Paul, um, you know, some of these guards that are like being overlooked um, to slip down in the draft. Uh, we, we've noticed it's, 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 it's kind of not that hard to find a little bit of a guard, like, like a good value guard in the fourth and fifth rounds. But if you you know, um, drafted guards right off the back, you're going to be part of, you know, reaching down for these forwards and centers in that third to fourth round. So I, I'm almost, we're almost kind of thinking like you need to have a big right out the gate. Like I, I'm thinking I'm moving those bigs up the chart a little bit. Um, that said, you know, you could end up with Shea Gilders Alexander at 32, I just, I just think I'd rather, I'd much rather have Drew Holiday at 43. Yeah, I'm with you there. And I think Drew Holiday, there's a good chance Drew Holiday in totals finishes higher than Shea Gilders Alexander just because of some thunder tomfoolery. Oh, yeah, probably. So let's, let's take a look at the rest of this team, Tyler. Um, How many see. players did the Thunder last year have ranked in the top 150, Michael? 150. Eight cap per game value, top one fifty. So, so the problem is quite a few. I remember this. Quite a few OK City players were ranked in the top fifty for periods of time during the season. If you remember um, Poku's good, you know, th- two to three weeks that he had. Um, uh, uh, Louis Dort, Darius Baisley, what uh, Theo. Theo Mal- Maladon? Yeah, that That's sounds it. right. That sounds right. Um, all those guys had their Isaiah Roby. All they, all of them had like, uh, like a few weeks. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna say like one or two of them were in the top 150. So I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with like a four, two, and one of them 
now plays for the Knicks. Oh, his name Kimber is Walker. Kimber Walker. <laughs> yeah, Shea Gill, just Kimber Walker. Nobody else. That was it. Roby was 172nd. Ty Jerome was 183rd. Kenneth Williams, 213. And it keeps going down from that point. Lou Dort, 226. Baisley was 251. And that, I think, underscores the point of the rest of this team, perhaps. I smell a a repeat. Yeah, like, and we've talked about this, you and I, and, and I'll bring up this point again. They already have basically a roster full of young players. Yes. Right? Like, they can't really add any more picks, yet they have a million. 200 picks, picks. yeah. To to add. And this is coming to a head fast for this team. Because literally next year, when the draft rolls around, they are going to be wanting to make their potentially – four first round picks Oof. okay because theirs is protected one to 14 they actually traded it to atlanta back in 2018 but they're probably going to finish in the lottery almost certainly so they're going to keep theirs and then they have four other first round pick or three other first round picks they have phoenix the clippers and the pistons potentially first round picks so they don't have four roster spots to put those people so at some point a trade is coming with this team. They're going to keep trying all these guys though, to see what they have. Poku's going to play a bunch of minutes and Josh Giddy's going to play a bunch of minutes. And Darius Baisley's going to play a bunch of minutes and Ty Jerome and Theo Maldon and Jeremy Robinson, Earl and Lou Dort. But the problem is they can't play them all a bunch of minutes every game. So what they did last year was just go, okay, well, this is your couple weeks to get 30 minutes a night. We'll see what you can do. And yeah. then, it's going to be a week to week kind of situation there, which is why like, you know, Derek favors in limited minutes is, you know, technically still standard league relevant. Right. So maybe I can see you throwing a, a late pick on Derek favors. I mean, I'm going to have to go three pages probably to find all these Oklahoma city players um, on Yahoo. Yeah. It looks like it. Um, I think even even in limited minutes, Derek Favors is going to be valuable enough. He's going at 113, you know, closer to the end of the drafts. Here's the other thing about Favors. Like, name another center on their roster. Like, maybe Mike Muscala. Yeah. Poke, who's not a center. I mean, he's tall enough to be one, but he's... Roby? Roby's not a center. I mean, Roby's a small forward. That's what I mean. They really don't have another center on the roster. Literally, the only center is, is Favors. So, but is he? Like at what point does this team just go, hey man, we're we're not trying to win this, and Derek Favors is old and tired and his knees hurt, right? So we're just gonna play whoever. Like, but is at the beginning of the season, is it worth one of your you know last two round picks for to put Derek Favors on your team? Maybe. Who I mean, cares? I don't know. Favors was not great last year for sure. Well, I I think I'd rather put him on the team than anybody else. So. Really, the rest roster, of these guys sure. are, la- are are like last round picks for me. Uh, when everybody starts, when the when the when the the players start drying up, there are minutes to go around here. There are a couple, I think, intriguing players that if you just want to take a chance on some upside, maybe they're going to play uh, minutes at the beginning of the season. Maybe they won't. You don't mind dropping them as the season starts. That's what the rest of this team is. And I'd only really, I'm only looking at two 
two guys, Tyler. I don't know about you. I think this is a, a very big streaming team. I'm really, I don't know that I'm looking at anyone like Lou Dort's all right in a head to head because he's going to score a little bit and hit some threes and maybe get yeah. you a steal. Like, yeah, fine. he's okay. His he's percentage is bad. He's going 135. Like, you could maybe look at Isaiah Roby, but like, man, Isaiah Roby was a second round pick and like, did he help them win last year? Like, not at all. Now they're not trying to win again. So maybe. Yeah, so maybe that's fine. Isaiah yeah, Roby's going 143, Poku's going 144, and Josh Giddy's going one little over 144. So we'll, we'll call it 145. I think I would, if I'm at the end of my draft and I'm looking around, I don't really like anyone, which is, you know, this happened. It happened in the, the mock draft that we did. Um, I might grab Poku. I might give a shot to Josh Giddy because – I don't know. They just drafted Josh Giddy. He's the highest, uh, second highest paid player, the highest paid player on the team. I think he's what you said. Uh, second highest player after Derek Favors. So um, I think they're going to give Josh Giddy a run. And there's upside there. Poku definitely had a two to three weeks where he was a very good standard league player. Maybe they just throw him out there at the beginning of this season and he's good again. Those are guys I just don't mind dropping, but at least they're going to play. Like I'd much rather spend a, um, a draft pick on those guys than, you know, I already know who Josh Richardson is. Like I already, I don't like, I don't want Dorian Finney Smith, even though he's not bad. Fair. I don't he'll, know. Be, I just, he'll be waiting for you on your waiver wire in my opinion. Yeah. I guess for me, it's just like, Sometimes the lottery ticket, I don't feel good about either. And I guess I don't really feel great about any of these lottery tickets is what I'm trying to say. Like, I just, it's yeah. fine if that's what you want to do, but like, I'd rather take a lottery ticket shot on somebody I do feel good about. And I feel like there are some guys kind of even going in those last two rounds that I'm like, man, I just rather have this person than Josh Giddy or any of those guys like Josh Giddy. He did average good rebound and assist numbers, but he averaged like 10 points a game last year playing in Australia on 41% shooting from the field. Like it's going to be worse in the NBA. Doesn't bode well. Um, yeah. I like think at that point, I'd almost rather have like Reggie Jackson, like Reggie Jackson is at least going to start for the Clippers and score some points. Yeah. You know I think you got to take a look around there at the end of the draft, see what you, what you got going on. Like I've noticed Derek Rose not getting drafted in a lot of drafts. It's like Derek Rose has got a slot on the, on the Knicks. He's going to play. That's what I'm saying. And there's a lot of there's like a lot of guys in there like going in the last round, like Joe Harris types. It's like, just give me Joe Harris, man. He's gonna score and hit some threes. And if that's what I need, that's fine. Yeah, but I think I mean minutes per game is the key, especially at the end of the draft. And if you got a lot of safe players and you want to take a shot because you're gonna drop this guy anyway, I think that's where uh, that's who Oklahoma City is. The problem, as we stated earlier, we just don't know what these minutes per game are gonna be and how consistent those minutes per game are going to stay throughout the season. Um, and that, you know what? red That's a lot of red flags. And if you want to stay away from any red flags, then I would suggest staying away from most of the players. Other than Shea Gildress, maybe Derek Favors at the end of your draft, I'd basically say stay away from the rest of this team. Yeah, and I mean, this is kind of a watch list situation. Like I mentioned, like if some of those guys are playing or getting the minutes, like feel free to pick them up. And then if they stop getting the minutes, feel free to drop them. Like I wouldn't be super attached to any of these players unless someone like is clearly breaking out. No, I wouldn't either. So pay attention to preseason, see what the rotations are. 
Um, and that's all we can really say for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you like the show, rate, review us, or go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Help support the show. My rankings are, uh, my initial rankings are up there, but I think I'm going to be adjusting them after uh, doing a couple mock drafts on Twitch, twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. Follow us to know when we go live. We'll be doing a mock draft every single week until the season starts. So go follow that right now. There's videos up there too that you can watch um, right now. And that's it for the Thunder. We'll see you next time.